do you know how many takes I had to do for this episode? But anyways, hello, and you're listening to My Two Cents by yours truly, whom you haven't met, Layla. I should get a Grammy nomination for that. So if you're a new listener, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, you may remember that my podcast name was L-O-A-B-G, but I changed it to My Two Cents because I'm always putting my two cents in a jar that no one asked for, as I should. So today's episode is going to be a bit longer because no one was a fan of my last episode being two minutes long. And it was my first episode, so I didn't know what to do because no one told me that filming a podcast was hard. I thought all you had to do was open the app and start speaking. But no, it's not like that. So today we're going to be talking about a topic my friend Jerry ought to, but I call her Jerry Recommended. It's to it's I it's that I talk about RBFs. And for those of you who don't know what an RBF stands for or what it means, it stands for arresting B I T C H face. And arresting B I T C H face is whenever a person's face is relaxed and it comes off as a hostile or a F U sort of look. I can't So when my friend asked me to speak on this topic, I couldn't speak from experience because I don't have an RBF. But whenever I see someone with an RBF, I don't know whether it's intentional or unintentional, so I tend not to gravitate towards them. But when you dig deeper into the concept of a resting B-face, would you say that people with RBFs are victims? Because when you have an RBF, you're presumed to be angry and hostile. And if you're a person of a color, more so Latinx or Black, you are deemed as ghetto or the stereotype, I hate the angry Black woman. Okay, side note, like, why do we even have these stereotypes? Like, so you're saying that people were mad and poor with their lives. They had to make stereotypes talking about a group of people. Like, okay, let's just get back to the topic. So, and going back to my friend who recommended this topic, and I quote, well, because especially if they're an introvert interested in making friends, it can be hard for them so they can communicate with others, especially since it will be less likely for someone to talk to the introvert with the RBF first because they look mad all the time when they're not. So when my friend told me this, I kind of got where she was going because I don't have an RBF. So when she explained to me, I had to visualize myself in her shoes, which is really easy for me because I daydream a lot. So because my friend Geriatu told me what it's like to have an RBF, I realized how quick I was to judge someone with one, which is kind of bad on my note, which I will try and stop. But by thinking they were going to be a mean person, but once I got to know some people with an RBF, they tend to be one of the nicest people that you've ever met. One of the nicest, not all. And another person experience I want to include is my friend Taisha's experience. And I quote, yes, I have one. And my experience is that people often think I don't like them or I'm unapproachable. But I like it that way because I don't really like talking to people or being approached. So when my friend Taisha told me that, I was like, lucky. Because I have an approachable face and people always approach me when I don't want to be approached. And whenever my face is like something that's not like welcoming, because my face is usually welcoming, quote unquote. People tend to think I'm angry all I'm angry all of a sudden, but like no, like can I just chill? Like can I live? But based on my friend's experience with her having an RBF, I wish I had one because 
then again you heard what why am i repeating myself so the thing is the thing i think we all can do yeah i can't speak i can't speak no one told me that making a podcast was this hard like i'm over here reading off my notes and i barely could catch up okay let me wait where is it okay so based on the insight my friends gave me with an rbf i think as a society we should normalize rbfs because i feel like like almost about 50 percent of people have them and because for people who do have rbfs especially introverts it's really hard for them to be making friends because i can't okay why am i okay anyways another thing i want to tie in with the topic is i think we should we should stop normalizing i'm okay when we're not and lying about our feelings because what i mean is every day you're in a like let's say you're in a social settings or an environment right and then the question are you okay always pops up or like how are you and the thing is we always say i'm okay when we're not like we need to stop normalizing repressing our feelings the only reason why people say i'm okay is because they don't want to ruin the mood but if we start saying that we're not okay, maybe depending how close you are to the person, they're probably going to explain, hey, I'm not okay either. So, like, the only reason we say we're not okay is because we want people to be comfortable. But, like, what's the point of making other people comfortable when you're not comfortable, you know? Like, we need to stop normalizing, bashing, and repressing our mental health. Because once you realize that you're not okay, that's a step on being a better version of yourself so that's the topic for today's episode and you have any opinions or suggestions go to my podcast instagram which is l.o.a.b.g and comment your opinions and suggestions on today's episodes of my two cents